So you're doing a, are you doing, are you drinking six pack of martinis tonight? I'm going to do martinis. I'm going to do gin martinis tonight because you know what? I don't get hung over from gin martinis. Yeah. Gin martinis are just called martinis. Gin martinis. Yeah. The millennial generation is as follows. Welcome to Surrounded by Idiot Radio Podcast. Are all your levels cool on your thing? Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Surrounded by Idiots radio podcast. It is the Walk of Shame Wednesday with your host, Dr. Tony Dufresne, relationship expert, uh, millennial coach, mentor. We have also back, of course, the lovely Lexi Rodriguez for Walk of Shame Wednesday. I'm kind of like a really bad STD. It's like you try to get rid of me, but I just oh. keep coming back. You people want to have I was, more. I was fun. wondering where you're, where you're gonna where you're gonna go with that. <laughs> people want to exactly have that, that could have gone many different I, directions. No. Yeah. no, I know. So what we're gonna do this week is for the Walk of Shame Wednesday. Of course, we're gonna go back to what we usually talked about uh, during the Walk of Shame, which was relationship stuff. And this is something that I talked to you numerous times over the last year because I felt it so interesting and I think a lot of people would find it interesting. It's the seasonality of relationships. It's the times of the year when we typically do hook up or we do break up. And shockingly, there are certain times of year when more breakups happen yeah, let me and more people get together. Put it into quick millennial lingo this is what the kids are calling it tony so the winter time kind of when fall hits it's called cuffing season like you're gonna cuff what? you're gonna cuff someone up like your hand cuffing them like oh, you're cuffing God. and then really That's yeah, a thing? yeah yeah and then obviously Oof. summertime is just you're single because you're half naked most of the time and why mm. have this beautiful chiseled body if you're only going to share it with one person that's what the kids are thinking. They uh, back in the day, they used to call, we used to call it the turkey drop. Uh, that's what that's what we used to call the holidays because traditionally, when it comes around to the holidays, and that's why I wanted to do it right now because we're going into the holiday season, and right now in November, it is one of the most tragic relationship seasons we go into, and we used to call it the turkey drop because the hammer fell a lot during this period of time in regards to breakups. And uh, it has a lot to do with biology. So I want to dip into that and then go into uh, the time of the year when uh, things start to rosy up a little bit. And one very, very surprising statistic about a holiday. The first thing I want to talk about is a couple of uh, studies that were done. And one specifically, and a big one that was done a, a couple years ago, I think it was about 2011, 2012, by Facebook. What they did was they tracked all of the interrelationship, it's complicated, all that bullshit. And they found that, and this is, the, this is the shocking statistic that I saw that I would never have guessed. They found that on Valentine's Day, there were 49% more new relationships and breakups. Yeah. Valentine's Day has never been a huge, huge thing for me yeah. personally. And for the people around me, uh, you know, it is what it is. I, I have a problem with right. it because I think it's a forced thing. The people that purposely go put Facebook statuses like just um, got in a relationship or single or it's complicated. Those types of people are, in fact, the types of people that take these holidays and these um, Hallmark holidays, if you will. So seriously, 
I think you make a very good point in regards to the Facebook thing because you have to look at the sample population from a statistical, and I'm getting all boring statistics, but that is your that's your audience. Totally, your audience yeah. are those people that are out there. They're the ones that are posting. They're the ones that want to post their relationship status. <laughs> from my point of view, posting relationship status is, is ridiculous. That's my own personal thing, totally. and I don't care uh, that everybody knows what happens to be going on in my private life. So, but I can see where that might be the case and that might skew things a little bit, but still that's a big, big number. Well, it's really, it is really for a lot of relationships starting on February. Well, it, it's because it, it goes against, it goes against a lot of stuff too, because what I want to bring up is the fact that biologically from an innate standpoint, from an animal standpoint, we typically go the biological pattern of all animals. You know, we have a hibernation stage we get out of that. Springtime is huge. Springtime is the, you know, you're, the clothes start coming off. You get out there, you start meeting new people. You you want to start showing yourself off. You go get your spray tan. You know, you work your magic. That's when things start to kick in right. is is during the, the May and the June. Uh, but then things start to fall off relationship wise in August. And why is that? In September. Is that because to me, my first thought was because you got to get a little bit more focused. Maybe you're starting school. Maybe you just took a little bit of a hiatus from partying because summer is ending and you're like, okay, it I is. don't it's need because, distractions. It's because instinctually we get, we get into the springtime and then we go out and we just want to uh, hump and procreate. And I'm talking just basic bottom line animal stuff. And then after, after the, we're done and we have our, and we have our sandwich, and, uh, you know, we take a nap and we get up again, then we want to kind of do it again. So once you get through that initial process of going out there and hooking up or finding somebody getting to the relationship, if it's not something that has some level of foundation, then you're going to want to, you're going to get, you're going to get a little restless and get, and get going, especially with your generation. Cause your generation does that much more prominently than we did for some reason or another. So that was when couples got together the most. When do they break up the most? And that's what you're saying couples, at the end of the summer or Yeah, couples break up couples break up the most two times during the year. August towards the end of the summer is when there's a big fall off in breakups and the infamous turkey drop like I said in what you said uh, which was the beginning of the holidays, which is right now. Yeah, and that's funny. In November, that because, this is like, yeah, this is like death of the relationship time right and now. And you know why? I think it's because people really put into perspective who they're spending their time with. And the holidays bring up a lot of past feelings and emotions that you re always remembered as a child with your family, whether your parents were fighting about money or whether you were having a great, you know, a great holiday season with all with the hundreds of cousins running around and it just like felt really good and joyful. I feel like uh, as we get older, we kind of create our own relationships. And if you're dating someone through a very kind of nonchalant time in your life where you're going to the beach every day or you're going to bars and then all of a sudden the serious shit, shit hits and it's time to really kind of like, like you're, those feelings, you're missing your family or your, your parents are asking you who you're bringing to the holiday party or you have work holiday parties. So I think that a lot of times people like to kind of take themselves out of the situation of having to bring anyone or having to share these emotions with anyone during this really emotional time in their life. And they are like, I can't just do it with any Joe Schmo. 
It's a benchmark is what it is. Absolutely. They, they, if it's a kind of a brand new relationship, like say it's a summer fling and you're going into the winter, it's something where you have to take a look at it and say, is this, because it's almost like a forced, a forced push into the next level. Because it's the next level in regards to, okay, what do I get this person in regards to a gift? And gifts are a huge thing with a lot of people, uh, especially when it comes down to how they see the gift as it relates to their worth. And is it something that's sincere? Because let me tell you right now, guys, the best gift to a woman is one that speaks to something that is a very personal thing to her. It's not the biggest ring. It's not the car. It's something that through her talk and through her memories and through your relationship together, you found that this is something that has a huge emotional impact on her. Huge. Uh, I, I'll sh- I want to share a story. And I have a good one after this too. Oh my okay, God. Good. This is a good one. <laughs> I had, uh, I had a girl that, um, that this is one of the best gifts I've ever given and just kind of, it just kind of flowed out this way. So I was seeing this girl and we were talking and she was talking about back in the day and, and when she was a little girl and she'd always, for some reason, clouds came up and she said, you know, I always wanted to hug clouds yeah. because they looks like a big pillows. And she said the day that I, that my mom told me, I think she said my mom told me that there, you can't hug clouds was like mortifying <laughs> to her. I mean, she was, she, she just, you know, she started bawling and it was like mass depression because she could never realize that she could hug the cloud. So for Christmas one year, I had a I had somebody make a big cloud pillow for her and then sent it off. That's and sweet. then I put and then I put on a, a sign um, her name, uh, Huggable Cloud. See, that's and it really was the, cute. And it's and it's to this day because we're we're still we're still good friends to this day. And to this day, she still talks about that gift being such a personal thing. That's the thing that you've got to coming back to what we're talking about you've you've got to understand if you're taking your relationship to the next step and you're going into the holiday season those are the types of things that will that will be expectations yeah. on some level you're going to have to step it up and if you're not ready to do that or if the other person isn't ready for you to do that that's why you have so many breakups during this period of right. time right and you also at this point it's like if you're kind of on the fence of whether you're going to continue this relationship through the holidays or you're like maybe maybe this was more than both of us could chew you have to take this time to to really to ask yourself if you know that person because that was beautiful tony you got her that cloud and that's really cute um but that wouldn't have worked on every single girl you've dated but you knew that she was the type of chick that would like something thoughtful like this. no it was specific exactly right. it was specific it was to specific her because to her. i knew that that was a very important thing to her so exactly. i think couples out there if you are kind of on the fence like don't go right or left but really just take the time and be like is this what I want. Do I love you more than a friend? Do I know you more than I know my friends as you should? But that's, that's what comes up though. Do you or don't you? I mean, if you get me a, you know, a vacuum cleaner, that's not, okay, that might not be I good. That, that means, story? yeah, yeah. And I'm, I'm assuming that's going to roll into your oh my God. situation. I don't know here. if I, I think I might, I don't know if I've shared this on one of the podcasts before, but, um, my recent ex about five years ago on Christmas, he was very, like we had a great relationship and great guy, amazing guy, but he just didn't get me. Like a lot of times he would do things and I would just be like, Are, do you know who you're dating? Like you just got me a nail polish kit or you just got me fucking, you know, just something ridiculous, a cook, a cookie maker. 
Like, I don't want that. You know what I mean? So anyways, not only... Yeah, things aren't going well at this point. <laughs> not yeah. only did he just do stuff like that all the time. Anyways, um, I would always mention to him that I wanted an electric toothbrush because he had one. And I was always like, God, like, that probably feels so good. <laughs> you know, like, I had this regular old Wait, he, he traditional... Didn't, he didn't let you borrow his electric <laughs> yeah. toothbrush? And he didn't like me enough to let me borrow it. So I would always mention... And uh, You should probably know right then and there, but continue. <laughs> I didn't even mention it for him to buy me one. I just literally would like always just like, you know, stu- talk shit stupidly and be like, oh, God, I want an electric toothbrush. So for Christmas... This is when we've been dating almost a year. He and I had no idea that this would happen because I, by mentioning it, I did not think he would give it to me for a Christmas present. He got me a fucking electric toothbrush for Christmas. And literally, dude, I was done after that. (laughs) I was done. We broke up. Wait a second. I have to say, what I, that seems like a not a bad thing, though. I mean, no, a toothbrush. For- well, not that. Well, that shouldn't be. That shouldn't have been the only thing. But he got me if that was an electric one of toothbrush, the things. Some CrossFit socks and picture frames because i said i wanted to make his place a little bit more like homey, and so he got me picture. Oh, frames. so it's more for him, right? Okay. I was like, right. what? Anyways disaster so to get your own damn toothbrush it didn't work out <laughs> i don't know if he was trying I mean, to like uh, give me a hint or something but he got me a toothbrush well yeah, well the hint came from you though didn't you? i mean you said you wanted yeah but not on an electric Christmas. toothbrush like come on you know what i got him this is the difference i got him like some sexy ass lingerie for me obviously but to wear for him Right. But that that just goes to show you that it maybe for some other girl, the toothbrush, because she had mentioned it, would have been a good thing. You guys just it, it was doomed from the yeah, beginning, of, sure. clearly. So and that just kind of worked its way out, because to be honest with you, if you if you mention a toothbrush here and there, I probably would have gotten you one as well. But that certainly would have been would not have been the only <laughs> thing or that in some socks. Yeah, and, and a picture frame from my own my own place. I, it wouldn't I gone think there, that so. what men and women really need to understand is. It is really hard to translate sometimes what we are really saying or what we really mean or the actions that we're portraying may be kind of waiting for you to deflect what I really want you to tell me or whatever or to act like. Um, and I think we need to understand that it's hard to under- to understand each other and dig deeper, always dig deeper. This is why I'm so not a fan of small talk. Like, Small talk is nothing but a waste of time because you're not learning anything about this person. Dig deep and really get to the nitty gritty of who this person is so that you don't have to question yourself during these during these naturally, you know, moving seasons. But that's why that's why I think it's so important to go into this particular season with an eye on the relationship or where you're going, because I think this is the time when you really find out if the person that you are with does hear you and vice versa. Because like, like I said, the, with the toothbrush situation, it might've been a good thing for you to get that. It might've been a great thing for you to get that. But since it wasn't, it just means that it was a good sign that you guys (laughs) shouldn't be together. But I think a lot of people are scared going into the holiday season and going into Christmas and Thanksgiving that, they'll be either they'll be exposed or they don't want to get too vulnerable or they kind of know in the back of their mind that they're they're maybe they may not be 
cool with the signs that are around them and they're in kind of a denial. Uh, and they know that going into this season, which is really, it's a spotlight. It's a shine the light on, on you guys and where you're at. Uh, and they don't want to put themselves in that position. And I think that's why a lot of people pull the pin yeah. and, and hit the, and hit the ejector button and, and get out of it. So what I wanted to throw out there was the fact that just, you know, if you're in a situation where it seems a little, eh, or you're going into something, if you go into the holiday season and you're not looking forward to having the similar experiences with a person and you're not looking forward to meeting the important people in their life and you're not looking forward to doing your travels or having certain, uh, having your gifts back and forth or, or looking to get them something. Because I tell you what, when I'm in a good relationship or I'm in something that I know is a positive relationship, I I get really into finding something like like the cloud. Yeah. I was so fired up when I when that epiphany happened and I thought, oh my God, this would be a perfect <laughs> gift. And so I immediately had somebody make it and stuff because I was really excited because I knew for a I fact immediately had somebody else make really, it because that's really thoughtful. You know? You know, yeah. Well, well, I, you, yeah, like I could, like I could do it. You should have seen it. I had, I had a friend of mine do it because she's a seamstress, and it, it, it was pretty yeah. kick ass. It was something that I was looking forward to, and it was something that was important to her. So, if you're going into it and that's not the case, or you're like kind of hemming and hawing and thinking, oh my god, what, what can I get her? What do I have? You might want to take a little self inventory on what's going on. Uh, because this is the time of year when you're going to kind of figure a lot of stuff out. Right. And how do you feel about this theory? Because I feel like there are chicks and dudes walking around out there um, that have their guard up maybe during the holiday season, because if they meet anyone, like it's a real weird time to just start a new relationship fresh or in the summertime, they have their guard up because it's summertime. You want to party, you want to be single with your friends. But so having your guard up, is really just making it harder to find someone in the long run. You're really kind of limiting yourself to what six months out of the year to find someone because the other six months it's the summer and then it's the holidays and you're missing out. Yeah, but that's that really is the whole point. There, there is a there's a natural pattern to things from a biological standpoint, from an innate standpoint. But it doesn't mean you have to. You're a slave to it. it. Doesn't mean anybody's a slave to it. You can you can create whatever you happen to create. But the key to and the reasons why I wanted to do this show is just to put it out there for people to understand that there's a chance that you might be swimming upstream a little bit in certain times of the year, and not to get discouraged because a lot of people go into the holidays. If you let's say you don't, you aren't with somebody. There's a lot of people that go into the holidays. And it bums them out yeah. or even worse, it gets them to act on something that may not be in their best interest in terms of forcing a relationship or swiping, yeah. you know, more on one way versus what they would do uh, in any other time of right. year, because there's that sense of you know, what the holidays bring out. The funny thing is, is that it's just another damn day. It's just another damn month, but people give it so much extra meaning. Because people because are slaves. So much, because they're slaves is, well, there's, to Facebook. They're slaves well, <sighs> to all of this ideological new hype that we're reading in the media. It really is a perfect yeah, but example. That was, 
but this time of year has always been impactful, even before all the social media yeah, stuff. Yeah, but and that's, now that we can pl- calculate that plus the fact that when people are putting in a relationship, and so it's like, oh, these months, this month, I still don't have in a relationship on my Facebook, and I've been in a relationship for quite a while, you know, like yeah, but you don't buy into that again. Right. That's the whole thing we talked about a little bit earlier. I don't know. I just think that we all need to break the handcuffs. It should never be cuffing season. For anyone. It should never be. That's funny because I've never heard of that before. <laughs> and it kind of makes sense looking at it from the right. scheme of things. So there was another study that was done and it indicates why spring is the best time to start a relationship. I think spring's a great time to start because starting anything during the holidays is, I think there's too much, too much other stuff going on you know, and it might kind of get in the way. So if you're looking for a relationship, here's four reasons why spring is the best time to start a relationship. Of course, you're more confident because you're coming out of the winter months and you got the blood going. It's a it's that biological animal thing. Confidence is a major turn on, obviously, as we all know. And uh, you you get out there, the sun's out, you feel good, you're ready to go. Also, you're following biology, like we talked about, and it's the time of year when animals get back to the work of producing their generation, and it's the result of all the impulses. So that's going to happen. You may want a new start too. I tell you, January, February, oof, that's some gnarly ass time for a lot of people. A lot of self introspection, a lot of going through setting resolutions in at January first and having them dashed. A lot of uh, by, by by the end of January, and you're like, oh man, I just gotta, I gotta do something. I gotta cut the cord. I have to do something to get out there and just start something new to feel like I'm doing something with my life. Yeah, a lot of chicks are starting that celibacy. Fucking resolution on January 1st and then... What? Yeah, it's so stupid. Is that, is that yes. happening this year? I mean, year? I'm just saying I always hear people that are like, <sighs> I'm not going to have sex for six months or I'm going to try to be a born again virgin. And I'm like, why? My theory is if you don't do anything to an extreme to the point where it makes you feel bad too much, this, is, this includes drinking, mm-hmm. this includes fucking partying, having sex, whatever, whatever. Unless, you know, it's your own religion, go for it. But... My theory on that is like resolutions, and we had a whole show on this last year, but resolutions are to me such bullshit too, because it's like, if you don't make yourself feel bad to where you have to like pick a date to start something and you can't just do it tomorrow because you felt bad today, then you have some issues. Yeah, that's that's why I, I like the fact that people want to start resolutions, which means they want to do some changing, but just, just saying something... Uh, and you don't have any leverage behind you, any more leverage than you have the day before, it's not going to work, period. I talk to my clients about that all the time. It's not going to work. You have to establish your own leverage to give you the push to get you moving and to take action in the direction that you want to go. So is is the study saying that people start relationships in January? In the spring, no, oh, in the spring. spring. Okay, I was just saying, it. I was just saying, January, February are are the introspection oh, times it, when it. there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff swirling around. The last, the the number four thing in regards to why spring is a good time, it, and I want to run this by you and see if you you uh, think it's true. Uh, this is the whole get a date for the wedding season, getting out there, events and whatnot. Do you think that? Have you had that experience or do you know um, girl wise if that's a thing with you guys oh, in regards to thing wanting for, to get into something? Yeah, for that? it's absolutely a thing for guys and girls. Totally. We I think. OK, so I've never really experienced wedding season like I did this year because, number one, I'm in the industry of events and planning and service. And so I see it right in front of my face. But man, 
I think wedding season is finally ending and I am so ready to get these uh, wedding pictures off of my Facebook feed. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, totally true. Guys and girls, I know that um, it's it's a thing. Nobody wants to show up to fucking your best friend who's 35-year-old's wedding and you're the 35-year-old single dude giving a speech on love. It's like, what do you fucking know? <laughs> Yeah, that's what that's when you go and uh, your your ex is getting married to some totally. chick, and, she, and you're you're the only single one there, so she makes you go out there and dance to single ladies by yourself. Oh, you get fucking right? hammered, drunk, and like <laughs> fucking make out with great aunt Sally. Take a look at things now before things get a little heavy, and give yourself a chance to go through the process of really taking a hard look at where you're at, where your relationship's at. If you're not in a relationship. Be cool with what it is. Ride it out, man. Enjoy Just, it because th- this is this is a this is a tough time to to try to jump into something right now because there's a lot of other stuff going on, yeah. and you could be getting by the end of it, and by by the end of the the holiday season and coming out of it, it could be a whole different gig by then. Exactly. You could look back and you could look back and think, "Wow, man, that was a." That was not a good choice just for the fact that I didn't want to be alone. Yeah, and enjoy it if you're single now because it's like, you know how many times I hear guys and chicks complain about the holiday season with their significant other or with their husband or wife? It's like, enjoy it now because in a couple years, you're going to be dragged to an ugly sweater party with your girlfriends, company friends, and you're just going to absolutely want to stab yourself in the neck. Yeah, if I had a magic wand, I would just I would wish everybody would just have a gut they could trust. <laughs> yeah, That's trust it. your gut. Yeah, have something that that you can trust and that will lead you in the right direction. And sometimes it leads to hard choices, but it is what it is, you know. Yeah. Speaking of gut, I'm about to have a six pack of gin martinis in my gut tonight because I'm celebrating my birthday out here in San Diego. So you're doing a, are you doing, are you drinking six pack of martinis tonight? I'm going to do martinis. I'm going to do gin martinis tonight because you know what? I don't get hung over from gin martinis. Yeah. Gin martinis are just called martinis. Gin martinis. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's well, how you make gin, a martini. Not with vodka. Not with. No vodka. No, no, no. A, a, a martini is made with gin. Oh, and a vodka martini. If it's not made with gin, it's called a vodka with, martini. Oh, okay. Got it. Yeah. Look at yeah, you schooling the bartender. Well, that's the show for today. Thanks. I hope you enjoyed it. It's the Walk of Shame Wednesday on the Surrounded by Idiots Radio podcast. You can always find us. You know, I I, I made mention of this last week, but um, you can always find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Stitcher. But I'm saying that, and they're listening on iTunes, SoundCloud, or Stitcher. So I'm kind of yeah cart before the horse. Anyway, you can find us there if you don't want to listen to us on any other place. Also at javabud.com and you can rate and review, uh, give me a call, give me a comment, whatever the case may be. Also, Lexi's information is... Email me at lexi.com and hopefully we'll be talking about something cool next week. <laughs> Peace. <Peace out. laughs>